I'm Meredith. And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family. Today we're talking with some very special guests, the Get It Gals. Welcome back to My TV Family. As Meredith mentioned, today we are talking with Austin's titans of trivia, the Get It Gals. But first, <laughs> Meredith, would you like to start with some hot topics in TV? I do. You know, I don't really have any big news, um, but I just wanted to follow up on last episode. I got a lot of flack for saying that I like Michael on Jane the Virgin. As you should have. That um, is flack worthy. I'm surprised by how many people were upset by that stance. I'm just going to double down on it. <laughs> and I just feel like I need to say, I know that I didn't, we didn't like him in season one. No one liked him in season one, right? Or they, two or three or any of the <laughs> subsequent seasons. They made it so we didn't like him in season one. But he was really, really good for Jane. Um, and I liked them together. I like Raphael too. Uh-huh. I do. I feel like this is not a clear, like, Oh, good guy versus bad guy in my mind. I like both of them. I think they're both great. I just like Jane and Michael together better than Jane and Ruff. That's an opinion. It is my opinion and I'm sticking to it. So I did cry when he died. Yeah, I did too. Or did he? Or did I? (laughs) Or are you? (laughs) Uh, Well, I appreciate you sticking to your guns. Yeah, I just wanted everyone to know that I'm not changing my mind, even though I got so many death threats. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you sticking to your guns, even when your guns are wrong. (laughs) It's kind of like a telenovela. (laughs) Oh, I missed that show. I can't wait for it to come back. I know. I didn't realize it's not coming back till March. Who's the narrator? I need more of him in my real life. Let's investigate that. <laughs> if only there were a way to obtain that information. Um, but that's it. I don't have any other hot t- um, hot topics, but I know that you have a few. I do have a couple. It's something that I laid on you earlier this week, um, and I could not wait to share the news that Double Dare Live is coming to Austin, Texas this spring. Yeah, it is. I am so excited. Um, the original host, Mark Summers, is going to be there hosting Double Dare Live. Well, I think I've mentioned that I have weird feelings towards Mark Summers, but well, okay. he's a weird guy, but yeah. he's the OG host, and we have to give him some rec- some props for that. Okay. Um, so I think first order of business is figuring out how we can be selected to be on the show to compete in Double Dare Live. Um, is, it a fam- is it a family one, or it is it kids It is a family again? one, and oh. they pick families from the audience so number one we got to get in the audience Do number two we got to make shirts we got to rig the casting process okay and that's it two steps I'm pretty sure me talking poorly about Mark Summers is really <laughs> going to do the ticket. <laughs> Meredith, you're going to have to clean up your act. Okay. Um, I want to be getting flags out of a Boogerfield nose oh. on that final obstacle course. I will do anything to grab a flag, stick it down my shirt, and <laughs> dive in some green slime. <laughs> uh, I feel like we've talked about this before, but I think having a solid strategy of stuffing stuff in your sports bra is really half the battle. I know. Put it in your dang <laughs> shirt. <laughs> 
Okay, so the other um, semi-hot topic is um, Broad City is starting this week, which I'm super jazzed about, and I just wanted to mention it because it should have been on my ones to watch for 2019 list. It is their fifth and final season, and I just love that show so much. If you are looking for something to brighten your day and lift your spirits, Broad City is it. All right. Um, and my final hot topic is something that I know that you and I have talked about already, but there seems to be like a little boomlet of some of our favorite small screen folks going to the big screen. Yeah. Um, so I know <laughs> many of many of you out there in listener land have li- have watched the um, trailers for the following movies. Uh, one is called Little, yes. and it's with Issa Rae and Marcy Martin, who plays Diane on Blackish. One of our favorite characters on Blackish. I mean probably my favorite yeah <laughs> um i am still sticking with grownish and really liking it by the way side note um but anyway little is kind of like one of those 13 going on 30 yeah 18 again freaky friday yeah one of those jams um but it looks hilarious yeah i'm here for it <clears throat> i'm super into it if you haven't watched the preview already uh go youtube it the other one is another small screen star jordan peele you may remember him from um key and peele which was hilarious <laughs> and uh sometimes i watch hingle mccringleberry just when i need a a giggle um <laughs> if you don't know who hingle mccringleberry is i'm sorry um anyway so Jordan Peele, you may remember him from Key and Peele and from um, Making Get Out, which was one of the movies of the decade, I would say. Um, he has a new movie coming out called Us, yes. and the preview for it is Haunting My Nightmares as we speak. Um, it is terrifying. There are rabbits. There are scissors. There are some freaky, freaky people at the end of a driveway. Um, I had to watch Get Out in broad open daylight with my husband like at two o'clock in the afternoon because I was so afraid that I was going to be too afraid um and this new movie is not that thing it's another very (laughs) bad thing I think it's a little scarier um and for like promotional purposes he's sending people scissors Mm -mm. to invite them no 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 that's not like fancy gold scissors (laughs) he's smart man he's he's got people talking he's got us talking did you watch get out I what I read the Wikipedia plot for Get Out. <laughs> Does that count? I think you could handle a portion of it. Yeah, I think I could maybe watch some of it, but I have to. I had to read the plot to see if I could even attempt it. Yeah. Um, and mostly because everyone's talking about it, and there's like a lot of social commentary. Yeah. Through it, and so I wanted to be at least be able to be conversational <laughs> on the movie, even if I didn't wasn't able to. That's smart watch the movie i will tell you that the two minute trailer for us was 25 times scarier than the actual movie get out yeah i won't (laughs) be watching that but i support jordan peele and it um may have ruined the song i got five on it for me (laughs) anyway um okay so that concludes hot topics Uh, (laughs) (laughs) meredith what you been watching well now i want a hot pocket (laughs) who doesn't (laughs) can we order pizza (laughs) Um, so, you know, my comfort watch right now is Grey's Anatomy. And last time you asked if it still holds up, if yes. it ages well. Yes. And now I've been watching it with, like, with that <laughs> eye, um, <laughs> in that in mind. And I should have said that it, a lot of it doesn't, especially in those first five seasons. Ooh. Mark Sloan doesn't really hold up. Um, Which one's Mark Sloan? He's mixed steamy. Ooh. Okay. 
So there's Vic Dreamy as what's his nuts? Patrick and, Dempsey is yeah. Vic Dreamy. Okay. And then Mark Sloan, um, played by Eric Dane, I think his name is. Okay. Um, he Some of the things you're supposed to laugh off, really, we probably should have been like, that's sexual harassment. Oh, like, okay, gotcha. That's probably not okay. So after you asked me that question, then I rewatched some of it. I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably mention that there are some <laughs> things that I think you were supposed to be like, oh, that's just Mark. But we probably should just be like... No, no, that's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I appreciate your candor. <laughs> um, but still watching it. And <laughs> I'm still really enjoying it. And so The Good Place has returned. Oh. Um, and it's got to get my act together. Yes, you have. Okay. And it's honestly, again, I will rave about this show forever. They, it has come full circle again. I feel like every time it comes full circle, I'm like, oh, I can't believe they brought it back. And then they find like a whole new circle to mm-hmm. bring full circle. Um, it's got to be exhausting. And the first episode, they have Nicole Byer on it. And she's one of my favorites. She hosts the show Nailed It. Yes. Um, but she's also a comedian. I just really like her. And she plays a character from The Good Place. Okay. And it is just, it just really all comes together for me. Oh, I'm very excited to catch up on that. Um, and Chidi also wears a mailman outfit as like some sort of fantasy. And that part <laughs> makes me laugh that that would be um, anyone's Eleanor's fantasy. fantasy. Oh, it just, <laughs> it makes me laugh really hard. Ooh. Um, but it has opened it up for more characters and okay. more storyline. And, you know, that's always been my thing with the show is like, I cannot even imagine how they're going to make this last another episode, right. let alone another season. And this most recent revelation, you're like, oh, OK, now they can bring more characters into this and okay. um, kind of open up the storyline. So well done. Good place. Oh, you did it again. Um, <laughs> and then. We talked about this last time a little bit, but we didn't. We hadn't watched it. That Brooklyn Nine Nine's back. Nine Nine. And I still can't think the images of Captain Holt in that very first episode of in his novelty tees. Every so time good. you saw him, he was in a different novelty tee from the the resort or whatever. Yeah. Or <laughs> I think it was from the gift shop downstairs at a Seven yeah. Eleven or something. And they're like in eating in a fancy restaurant, and you look over, and Captain Holt is over there in a muscle tee that is literally a muscle tee with the <laughs> the fake muscles on the front, it's so and good. it's cut off. It is so funny. <laughs> they're just doing it. In, they're just doing it right. Um, <sighs> so good. Changing things up. But NBC hasn't changed the comedy or anything. No, nope. so. big numbers too, which is exciting. Um, those are some of the things I'm watching. I know that you have quite a few things to report on. Do you want <laughs> I to did share? the work, Meredith. Um, so one quickie that I thought you would appreciate, uh, you know, that I've been watching the Marie Kondo show mm-hmm. about the life changing art of tidying up. And I'm kind of obsessed with it, as are most people. I keep seeing these news reports that like um, Goodwill is seeing like a flood of people dropping off their stuff because they've just Marie Kondoed <laughs> the crap out of their house. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of like memes about waiting at the Goodwill for all the people who are Marie watching Kondo. Marie Kondo. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, fast forward to <laughs> my husband mentions that he needs to write a little brief bio blurb about himself for her work and I was like okay well like what are some of the questions you're supposed to answer and he's like oh it's really interesting they asked me who my favorite expert is and I shouted across the house Marie Kondo 
<laughs> um, and he did not take me up on that suggestion, but I thought that it was <laughs> a really good idea. And she is my favorite. Expert, it did not so. spark joy for your <laughs> exactly. husband. Exactly. Um, so anyway, the show that I just finished that I loved um, is on Netflix. It's called Sex Education. I blew through this one, Meredith. Yeah, you did. It that is- was on your... One yeah, to watch one to in watch. 2019, and, and you guess did it. what? I watched it up. I'm so proud of you. New Year's resolution, chick. <laughs> uh, watch more TV. <laughs> um, so this is the one that you may have heard me talk about before, but um, Jillian Anderson is sublime. You may remember her from the X Files. Um, she's just—I don't think she ages. I think she like made a pact with the devil or one of them aliens on X-Files or something, but her skin is amazing. Um, (laughs) but she's a sex therapist and she has a son who's uh, 16, I think in high school and he has some romantic problems of his own, but he starts giving sex advice to kids at his high school. Yeah. And it's just fantastic. She is so wonderful in it. Um, there are a couple appearances from one of my favorite actors from the show lovesick, um, which if you have not watched Lovesick, it's also, I believe, on Netflix and it's yeah. so, so good. So, so British. Um, do not be turned off by the fact that it was originally called Scrotal Recall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You can be Too turned late. off. <laughs> you can be turned off by that, but don't let it deter you from watching. Um, but I would say that going back to sex education, it's super John Hughes feeling um, like super... Um, like lots of references to John Hughes. The music is super John Hughesy. Um, they play Take On Me by Aha. Like it's like very much a callback to like the eighties high school experience in America, which is funny because it's a British show. Um, and apparently they don't wear letter jackets in um, Britain and they don't have proms in Britain. <laughs> so these things that are happening at the school are like apparently a little bit again, um, a throwback to a John Hughes time in America. Um, but yeah, the tunes are super great. There is an actress in it. Um, I need to look up her name, but she is a Margot Robbie doppelganger. I mean, she just looks like little baby Margot Robbie in high school. Hello there, little baby, baby Margot. Oh, baby Margot. (laughs) Um, which is funny because she is the second Margot Robbie doppelganger, um, that I've encountered in TV. One was on, um, a little TV show called Love Island. Um, so anyway, Margot Robbie is just everywhere. Um, but I laughed. I cried. It was better than cats. I adored it. It's so, so, so good. There are just, it's just a motley crew of high school kids of all different like kinds and stripes and types and loves and oh, it's just so, so good. And Eric is my favorite character. Um, I would love to hear what everybody else who's watching it thinks, but the school does not deserve you, Eric. You're wonderful. <laughs> Woo. Um, so that is sex ed. Uh, just a one quick word to the rise it has kind of a kind of a um european take on nudity all right (laughs) it's a little bit of a dirty birdie show all right uh one other show i wanted to mention um or actually shows would be the competing fire festival documentaries on netflix and hulu um don't worry, I watched them both. Good. I swear, <laughs> this is like everybody's hot topic. Um, it's going to be our hot topic, too. <laughs> um, so if you're not familiar with the Fire Festival, if you've been living under a rock, um, it happened um, in 2017, and it was a music festival um, that was essentially created by all of this hype generated by models and influencers, which is apparently 
something to know about. Um, but it basically the festival was created on social media without any like infrastructure or network or plans and then it all turned to shit like it fell apart very badly um and the people who were there experiencing this failed festival took to social media and that's what kind of destroyed it so it was very interesting to watch the evolution of how social media and influencers can build something up and then take it like crashing down to the ground again yeah um so was it was it was it a scam like from the get-go or they thought it was well, going to be something and they just couldn't they just couldn't pull it together that's the interesting part so it was so the it was the brainchild of this guy billy mcfarland mm-hmm. and ja rule was involved yes. somehow mm-hmm. as he is and gonna the- meet him in a baby <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know you were getting a great A Ja Rule impression today, did you? Um, so the fire itself was an app and it was supposed to be kind of like, you know, this is like the shorthand for everything. It's the Uber for this, it's the Uber for that, but it was supposed to be the Uber for booking um talent. So if yeah. you want um, you know, coolio to come play at your bat mitzvah you could book it through the fire app so okay that's cool so as a kind of publicity stunt to generate buzz for this app they decided to have this fire festival and this guy billy mcfarland um had gone into some shady business dealings previously okay and just kept building on it and building on it and building on it so i don't know that it was intended to be a scam but when he got started he got in over his head and like it was way too short of a timeline and it was like very much buzz without any kind of content behind it like there was no stuff behind the buzz yeah so um both of the documentaries um had merits <laughs> the hulu one um had the benefit of actually interviewing um billy mcfarland mm-hmm. he is a sociopath he is a pathological liar like yeah. he is like so as he kind of got in over his head he started um falsifying documents and telling people that he had more money than he did to get them to invest more and um so it was interesting to hear like even for my little dingling brain i could kind of understand like how they got him yeah some of the stuff he was doing was shady but not illegal and like it's not illegal to you know feed people a cheese sandwich <laughs> when you promise them um a luxury lifestyle but it is illegal to falsify like securities documents and things like that so yeah um but so the hulu documentary actually has interviews with him and they just catch him in lies and catch him in lies and catch him in lies um the netflix documentary has um a now famous interview with a guy saying exactly what lengths he was willing to go to to get some evian through customs yeah. in the bahamas we won't go into the details <laughs> but just know that they it's are unseemly salacious <laughs> salacious indeed um so i really really enjoyed watching both of them and i do not know what i'm going to do tonight without another documentary about the fire festival um and i think i mean i haven't watched them but i really like the idea of having two networks or you know two platforms doing the same do- a documentary on the same subject yeah because like you said you get you get different information from both totally and they come at it at a different angle and i think 
it gets you really hooked. It definitely did. And both of them feature, you know, they interviewed um, people who attended the festival. They interviewed people who helped to make it happen. Like people who tried to blow the whistle and say, this is not going to work. Um, you know, before it went down, somebody started a Twitter uh, account called Fire Fraud. Yeah. And like kept posting all these stuff, all these po- pictures of like, this is not a private island. This is where this is. Like trying to burn it all down and they just... Yeah, so there is something very um, kind of not funny, but, (laughs) you know, everybody was like, oh, these rich millennials, like, they get what they deserve, and, you know, like, it was like the Lord of the Flies, and um, I don't know, I really enjoyed all the, like, talking heads that they had um, speaking about social media and, like, the brand and how important the brand is, and um, the bottom line was this guy thought that you could get to a point where you are too big or too rich or too well known to have to face consequences. And yeah. It, like generally speaking, the documentaries themselves felt like kind of a commentary on like where we are as a society now. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was just a little bit about the fire festival. I highly, highly, highly recommend you watch them both. Um, and just other two, two other quickies. I'm also watching You're the Worst, mm-hmm. which is also in its final season. It's so good. Um, except for the first episode of the, the current season did not have any of the main characters in it until the last two minutes. Interesting. It was real weird. Um, but the second episode made up for it and featured a line that sometimes I just recite to myself when I need a giggle, which is, I'll have what I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't um, explain why she said that because again, it's a little unseemly, but um, suffice it to say she was not talking about a meal at a diner. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Anyway, um, and then one final thought about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I know people are up in arms about Skylar Astin being cast as the new Greg um, to replace Santino Fontana's character. Yeah. I, I have bought in. I am like in it. I don't care. Like... In truth, I really like Skylar Aston. I've always loved him. I thought he yeah. was great in Pitch Perfect movies. I think he and Anna Camp have like a real cute little social media thing going on in their lives. Um, but I, I'm in for it. I love it so much. I have like come to the determination that there is a real subgroup of weirdos out there that love this show. And I am just proud to be one of them. I like it. Is So he is replacing someone another actor but he's being the same person yeah so he's playing the same character. that's correct so santino fontana played this character called named greg yes. and he left the show i don't know two years ago like a while ago to go okay. do tootsie on broadway or something yeah. good for you santino we miss you a lot uh, but so they wrote his character off um he went to atlanta to go to school and now he's back and again like there's been some discussion about like okay Santino Fontana wasn't available so like then they kind of pivoted and said like we're gonna cast Skylar Aston in this part and the reason we're gonna do that is because when somebody comes back into your life after you've changed the way that you view them changes which I don't look at me like that Meredith I just feel like (laughs) come on we know we all know the story don't we don't need to make something bigger of it Anyway, I, also, when you go away from school, you come back, you look a little different. I gained 15 pounds. It just is a thing. It's kind of like the freshman 15. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah. Anyway, I have fallen for it. I love it. Um, the last episode had a really great, um, song and dance number, um, featuring like a lot of sports puns, like about how guys like to use sports analogies instead of talking about their feelings. It's just very clever and weird and goofy. And I, I love it. It's my, it's my jam. (laughs) Um, that sounds great. And I love, I love a little behind the scenes character switch. You know, we love hot goss and behind the scenes. Um, okay, up next we are going to have our interview with our new friends, the Get It Gals. Okay, we are joined now by the Get It Gals, uh, Jess and Katie. Welcome! Hey, thanks Hi. for having us. We are really excited for you guys to be here. Yeah, the Get It Gals host a public and private trivia events all around Austin and the Central Texas area. Um... And I would say just like generally kick-ass women in Austin starting things and making waves and loving television. Um, We have one of those things in common with you guys. Um, And I know Meredith and I mentioned on our last episode, we first experienced the Get a Gals magic at your best of 2018 trivia night. Um, I can't remember who won that. Do you remember? I'm pretty sure it was us. It was. (laughs) But everyone who had a giant can full of nachos and queso was the winner. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So uh, we got started talking about our mutual love of pop culture and television. And here we are. Let's do it. Okay. So first, we'd like to ask all our guests what they're watching. So if you want to tell us what you're watching or some of your TV interests, favorite shows. Yeah. um, So... For us, watching TV has part of become, it's become part of the job. So I'm constantly watching whatever shows we have trivias coming up for. Okay. So it's very rare that I actually take the time to watch a show that's just for me, but I carved out a little bit of time and I just finished season one of The Man in the High Castle. <gasps> Ooh. I don't know. It took a hard left turn the last couple episodes, and I don't, I just don't know. I hear season two is the best, though. Really? That's what I hear. I'm All right. An and this is the one where, um, like, the bad guys won World War II. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really, but it's set, it's set in the 60s, which right. is interesting, too. It's not modern day, but... Yeah, there's there's really great acting. There's really interesting storylines that are happening across the show, and I'm intrigued. I'm I'm not ready to give up yet. I just wasn't expecting it to become a sci-fi show at all. <laughs> what? Well, spoiler alert! Sorry. <laughs> I think people should know that yeah. that's yeah. coming at you. But I did hear like some because I started season one and couldn't really get into it, and someone was like, "Season two is is where it's at. You have." get through season one to get to season two all so. right all right okay so what platform is that on that's on amazon that's on mm-hmm. amazon okay are there like space aliens <laughs> like it's more like playing with timelines okay interesting yeah. i don't quite know what's gonna happen but it's definitely thrown me for a loop yeah we know a time loop <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Like wormhole style. Yes. <gasps> I can't handle time travel. I've mentioned that before, so I don't know. <laughs> you just Not get part just no can't. Just don't. You get it like dizzy and nauseous. <laughs> Is it violent? Is it scary? Is it a thriller? It's not violent, but you are like constantly white knuckling your way through episodes. Okay. Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> um, that's very exciting. What else? 
Oh, for me? Um, so I'm watching an oldie but a goodie uh, right now because I was just like, sometimes I just get in a mood where I'm like, I need to rewatch this entire series. I'm familiar and with that. And no one will stop me. Yeah. No other TV <laughs> will come in my way. Yeah. Like, I just have to finish I'm a series up, again. I can rewatch television. <laughs> yeah. So it is Gilmore Girls. I've yeah. heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm actually at the at the last season of my rewatch right now, which is the non Paladino season. Okay. Uh, okay. But where do you fall? When on you that? say, yeah, tell us how do you how do you feel? <laughs> Sorry, is that canon, or can we just write off that season? Um, yeah, I mean, I still enjoy it. I don't dislike it like most, like a lot of fans yeah. do. Um, but it's it definitely does have a different feel and tone to it. Which just kind of, it's not as feel good. So, like, I watch Gilmore Girls kind of as a comfort thing. Yeah. And it's like, the, it doesn't have the same comfort. A it's just shadow. continuing the narrative pretty okay. much, which I don't mind because I like the narrative to be continued, but I don't, yeah. Okay. And connect be- with it. Because I guess. we um, ask the hard questions mm-hmm. on my TV family, um, <laughs> where do you fall on the Netflix situation? Yeah. So, it didn't need to happen. Um, did you watch it Thanksgiving night? I watched it. Thanks. <laughs> I, uh, I actually we we held off. Me and a couple girlfriends held off until we were all back from the holiday, and Ooh. we made a Gilmore feast. Oh, that and sounds it was a amazing! Lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and <laughs> like we watched all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so we had homemade pop tarts, and we had uh, like fried rice like yes. for, for takeout we had little signs and everything i adore this story uh, <laughs> so it was fun um and i didn't dislike again it's like i want that narrative to continue yeah. i want to continue learning about the characters and their lives um but it's it doesn't obviously have the same hold as the original yeah so i'm gonna rewatch it as i continue <laughs> oh, are you already course. planning when you're gonna rewatch it no i'm saying like after season seven i'm you'll watch the netflix the oh reboot. got it i thought you were like but i am gonna start over again <laughs> no, no, very no. soon i'm looking forward to it so you're going to watch you're in the life after will and there then... be pop tarts oh there will be pop tarts i will be there thank you for asking <laughs> Um, that's amazing. Okay, that's fantastic. Any other um, hot shows that are on your watch list for the future? What else are you guys in love with lately? Ooh, tonight, tonight, <gasps> Broad City came yes! back. That's on my hot topics list. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to watch it. Um, yeah, this weekend I'll for sure be catching up on that on that okay. season premiere. Can we talk about it now? Because sure. Um, I heard an interview this morning on NPR about the show and they were talking about two things that I thought were so interesting. One was, um, how they spend their free time. Um, the girls of Broad City, um, they, in, on the show, they're not primping or bettering themselves or trying to improve their bodies in any way, (laughs) which is like not a typical way that you would see girls spending their free time. Like they don't care. Um, which I loved. And also that the main love story of the show was their friendship. Totally. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. such a good show. It is so vulgar and wonderful and delightful and hilarious. And I can't well, wait. Well, it just makes me feel like to all these haters who like to talk about women in comedy and how it yes. pales in comparison. I'm like, then you need to watch Broad City and at me about it later. <laughs> it's true. So I guess it was supposed to be on FX, but they said it was too girly. What? Really? Are you kidding well, me? Good. 
Props, I mean, Comedy yeah. Central. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, excellent. That's great. You guys I, have good taste. I did have a follow-up question, though. Does watching TV, does it take some of the fun out of it now that you're doing it for mm. a job? Yes, especially if it's a show that maybe I really liked watching the first go-round, yeah. okay. but I can't, I'm not continuing yeah. to find joy in the episodes anymore. Yeah. A lot, we're lucky because the shows that we continue to bring back around that continue to draw really big crowds at our live trivias are shows that I love. So like The Office, Parks and Rec, Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there are some that are you gonna name it's names? hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's cannot, hard to get through. I'll yeah. tell you, um, we only did it once and we won't do it again. <gasps> yes. I, the Walking Dead was uh, hard yeah. for me to get through. It's the, it's all that bone crunching yeah i can't i was listening i this i do this bad thing i listen in the car i don't watch but i listen Mm -hmm. and i watch in the shower so it's cool and there was so much bone crunching in one episode that i unplugged my phone and i threw it in the backpack of my suv (laughs) driving downtown in austin and i was like well i guess i'll get my phone back in an hour (laughs) yeah I will never ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia ever again. Really? <laughs> and I was a super fan when oh, it first bummer. came out, but rewatching it for trivia, it was and I hadn't I hadn't kept up with the most recent seasons, okay. I guess. And it was just so much yelling. They just, they're so intense. <laughs> yeah. And they just yell at each other constantly. And I just couldn't handle it. Like every time I turned it on, I just like clenched up. And I'm like, I just, why do they talk to each other that way? Yeah. <laughs> like constantly. Um, no, you're right. Sometimes, and, sometimes yeah. when you're writing trivia for a show, instead of just sitting back and using it as like a relaxation mechanism, it, it does put kind of a spotlight and a microscope on things that you never would have thought of before Mm -hmm. okay like things like cadences Mm -hmm. and the way that that characters interact and it's like wait a minute we're supposed to believe they love each other why are they talking to each other like this and when you're not watching trivia for a show you still watch it and you're like oh that's her birthday (laughs) (laughs) i still always am like picking out trivia facts that and i'm like i need to put that away that's not what this is about file this away that is really interesting i feel like there's a a psychological paper to be written there right (laughs) yeah sounds of tv um okay so you guys mentioned um a little bit about your trivia nights can you um tell the good people at home a little bit more about your setup your process what are you guys all about yeah so um we have a pretty standard process uh process and setup for our public trivia events we do a lot of private ones that will mix things up a little bit but for our public ones it's like five rounds of trivia 10 questions in each round we'll do a break in the middle um but it's all themed so our what we're about what our theme is is themes and then <laughs> within each theme, each round is a sub theme. So it's very like the really cool part about it and what we both love so much about it is that it brings people who are excited about the same stuff, brings them into one room to where it's not only them playing trivia against each other, but they're celebrating what they love. And so it's more of a more of a party that way. It does. It feels like a big party. Sometimes mm-hmm. people will dress up as Ooh. different characters or they'll have really clever t-shirts with deep cut 
references. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is really fun because while there's a level of competition, it does feel like this big celebration that we we all came together on a weeknight. Kudos already for being out and about on a weeknight. And we're all here because we all connect over this TV show or cult classic film or decade or band. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. amazing. We're in your deep cut Dwight Schrute t-shirt, quote, <laughs> <Yeah>. t-shirt right? <laughs> um, that's fantastic. And did I see on your Instagram feed that someone um, got like a boyfriend or something? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this has been a dream since the beginning for Literally us. Literally, girl beginning. found a man. Setting people up. Well, it started as like, oh, maybe because what we do is a lot of times our trivia is we'll cap out. Um, we have to okay. we have to set limits to ensure that our games don't last four and a half five hours. So what we'll do is we'll limit it to usually usually thirty teams. But once we hit that thirty, if there are still people in line, we'll try to combine their group with a smaller group who got oh. there earlier. Mm-hmm. And so people started telling us we exchange numbers and we're gonna hang out this weekend. Like um, we would just watch these teams yes. on throughout the night and get I really excited so about it every and much. We were like, what if what if romance bloomed <laughs> because we forced people out of their comfort zone and made them be on a trivia team together. And so recently a gal reached out and it was she was celebrating six months with her boyfriend. It was their first date was at Trivia. They yeah, met on Tinder and he was like, I'm a huge Arrested Development fan. Would you want to come to this Arrested Development trivia with me? And she did. She'd never seen an episode. (laughs) So she's clearly a very selfless person. (laughs) Um, She came out. They played. They actually. What's so crazy? They were on a team with my fiance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so they they played. They got last place, but. They've been together ever since. And they got first place in love, y'all. Yeah, exactly. And and then he shared he shared our post that we had put up about mm-hmm. them. It was a trivia equals romance post. Oh. And I, I was creepily following the um the comments and she commented, Now I've seen every episode. Oh <laughs> that's so sweet. It's really funny when we posted about it, everyone's like can't wait till they get married and you yeah. get to do yeah. trivia. And do trivia at their six rehearsal month, dinner. Yeah, six month relationship. Just rolling back just a little bit. <laughs> no no, no pressure. pressure. I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh, stay tuned. I will be following oh. that story. That's amazing. So how did you get started? So we started out by... For different special events for friends, baby showers, bachelorette parties, we were just creating fun games mm-hmm. for the group to make the party a little special, a little different. Then we started adding trivia rounds to these parties. <laughs> Finally, we hosted trivia at a friend's wedding. It was supposed to be four of us, but two of the other gals got too champagne. <laughs> and so it was just us up there. And... We the groom was actually part of the service industry here in Austin. All of his friends are in the bar scene. And as soon as we finished, a whole bunch of people came up to us and they were like, you have to do this for real. Mm-hmm. And um, so the groom at that wedding got us set up at our very first venue. And we started just only doing trivia in exchange for an unlimited bar tab. <laughs> smart. And then he was like, hey, um, what if we paid you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, we were what once we, we were once some... a month at that time. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "Hey, we're talking about moving you to weekly," and we're like, 
ooh, that's a lot of drinking. And, How about you know, like, and then they were like, well, we could give you dollars as well. Yeah. So, Here's a wild idea. Like, oh. Yeah. And then it just blew up from there. We've, um, we've done a lot of private parties where we'll curate a quiz for somebody celebrating a special birthday okay. or rehearsal dinners are always fun. I actually did trivia at Katie's rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we did a South by event last year that was a complete blast. And right now we're in talks of doing another one this year. So we're just hoping to see it continue to grow and continue to bring people together in the name of whatever pop culture phenomenon we're all obsessing over that week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a killer origin story. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. Um, Do you have a show that you think you could crush in trivia? I mean, Gilmore Girls. Yeah, you you would definitely crush um, that. Yeah, and that was our first, like, really big one, too, which was overwhelming and we were not ready for. <laughs> oh, we, can I tell you what yeah. happened? <laughs> so Katie was like, I think for this monthly one, back when we were doing it for beer, um, <laughs> we should do the Gilmore Girls. There's going to be a reboot. We should really do this. I think it was in October and the reboot came out in November. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nobody watches that. <laughs> not anymore. Oh, I told her, what if we sweetie. did, what if we did UFOs? <laughs> And I was like, um, Katie had to squash a lot of my really weird <laughs> trivia ideas over the years. I think we did end up doing an, an extraterrestrial we one did. at some point. It bombed. Finally. Um, Vindication. So she finally convinces me we should do this Gilmore Girls one. We're used to having like max six teams show up for our trivia at that at okay. that time at that bar yeah we had 66 teams come oh, yeah cow. but we only had supplies for like 20 yeah so katie grabs her sketchbook out of her car and she's ripping pages out of her sketchbook <laughs> and she's like here you go um why don't you guys chop your pencil in half and you can not sharpen your, it not your pencil i'm um, telling them to tear the pages in half for yeah. answer sheets and it, it ended up taking like this is where the rule of 30 teams came in because it ended up taking like close to four hours they were supposed to have an open mic night that started like 30 minutes after (laughs) we ended and they ended up just leaving which that I feel bad about still but Uh, Gilmore Girls really was the theme that that made us realize like oh we're actually we're actually creating something that people want to take part in mm-hmm. and, and not just for yeah right? like, not just yeah like we've people had people come sitting, from dallas and houston yeah. um we've had a lot of people who are in austin on vacation who have come to trivias so um the team that won hocus pocus trivia was in from la <laughs> <laughs> and that feels really good when yeah. that happens yeah yeah we had people that night i remember we just weren't ready at all and people were sitting <laughs> on the curb just like going down the street (laughs) yeah and it was were you like what are these people here for they were playing trivia on on the street and i'm like this is this is nuts yeah they were using the curb as a writing surface Mm -hmm. that is wild that is great but i feel like if i could crush a trivia it's thanks to trivia i think i could crush an office trivia okay well yeah that's our most repeated theme. that's our most well attended so I'm constantly watched. watching it in the background. <laughs> I'm constantly finding new things that make me laugh, new uh, nuances with the characters. I feel like I feel like I could crush that one. Okay. 
Yeah, I think I think I'd be really good at the office too. And the other night, I we were I was watching it with my husband because it's on at Nick at Night. Thanks, oh, Nick what? at Night. Yeah, it's now it's a Nick crazy. at Night. What else is on it? On Nick at Night. <laughs> Friends. Friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Seinfeld, I think. Um, and he had mentioned that he's like, I've always thought that the accounting department was not right. He always thought it was in the back of the office, not right by Pam's desk. Mm. Yeah, it's and like so, around the corner. Yeah, so we looked up, and people have made 3D images <laughs> of the that office. That would be a cool visual yeah. round. Yeah, and they have... Ooh, ooh, yeah, to fill like, out the names on yeah, the desk. their desk? Yes. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah, they <laughs> they have made... There are so many maps, and we studied it, because there's... Oh, like, the annex always kind of confuses mm-hmm, me a little bit. For sure. And I've seen the show so many times and i still having the visual was really helpful yeah there's that like back stairwell that they show but you don't necessarily know where it fits in and it gives you all the yeah all the details so someone got onto like a cad oh no design. no joke Whoa. there are blueprints Maybe. and everything it people is... are obsessed with that show yeah totally it's i'm excited crazy. for your new visual round i know yeah you if you're to... coming to one of our office trivias you better study up bring your legos <laughs> We're giving you hints right now. Right? <laughs> the the part though that's a little confusing is you'll have to do it by season because they add that other office that's over true. where Jim's office. Yeah, yeah, they move right. They move so around. We have to be like season one. I yeah. feel like that's the best way to do it. Yeah, Just like first season. Yeah, Ooh, giving out hints and tips for trivia. Yeah, attendees we're like talking through come. our questions. On yeah, let's give us like, more ideas. <laughs> I feel like we're witnessing your process. This is exciting. <laughs> So we know that The Office and Gilmore Girls are really popular. Any other shows that are really popular mm-hmm. for trivia? Friends. Friends is oh, huge. Yeah. Yeah. We're hosting Friends next week, and there's about 1,300 people on the Facebook event right wow. now, oh, which wow. that's that's really big. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Parks and Rec Park- is really big. I think we It's Always Sunny that. in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like those sitcoms. are for, t- for TV shows, those are our killers yeah, yeah there's the yeah. big ones you mentioned sitcoms dramas don't bring people in at all yeah. um and neither do adult cartoons like bob's burgers <laughs> and simpsons and that's i think music to just, my ears oh uh, yeah we have a kind of a running um not a fight but like a like a quarrel a discussion <laughs> that takes heated tones about adult cartoons because yeah. um i'm against them some of us enjoy them <laughs> um but yeah but a... Bob's Burgers is different than every other adult cartoon. Well, like Rick and Morty we're doing in a couple of weeks. And that That's one true. out of all of them does the best. And I wonder why. Because like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of the adult cartoons watchers might just be on their couch a little more. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they're like, completely right. They're like, I, wa- I want to be out there. But, but it's so out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, um, if you do a Big Mouth episode, I Big mean, Mouth is the new Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Who is the main voice? Uh, Nick Kroll oh. is the that's main right. Guy. Yeah. It's been recommended a couple of times, but I haven't actually but sat that's down the and thing. watched like, the people first will episode. Be like, do Bob's Burgers, I'm sure. and we're like, we just did it last week, and four teams showed up. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and for for bars, they really have a hard time justifying having mm-hmm. us out and paying us to be there yeah because now it's only we gonna have bring a to few take people. money now we okay. yeah now we don't we <laughs> now don't we do know that free. dollars are available <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't go back i'm not no, being yes. paid in rum and coats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um have you done sex in the city we yeah. have twice How both times it did it 
liked it all right. It's yeah. it's, it's one medium. it's yeah. Okay. Well, it's one that we're happy to bring around a couple of times a year. Okay. We it's never going to like right? it's never going to be like huge. Yeah, we right. might do it in well, a couple. Well, now months. that I'm in your life, I will make that happen. And I love Sex and the City. It's one of my one of my favorites. Are you an Aiden or are you a big I'm an Aiden. <gasps> uh, I'm an Aiden too. No way. Well, big for life. She does not deserve Aiden. She and Big are perfect for. That's a, actually I've never thought about it like <laughs> I'm, what I'm she an deserves. Aiden as far as like who I like more, but okay. I think she's supposed to be with Big. Yeah. So that's her man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. We'll talk about that offline. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, okay, and um, I think as far as trivia topics, we would love to hear any other like favorite stories other than mm-hmm. young love blossoming. <laughs> that at was a good one. Your hand, um, or just like your favorite happy memories and moments. Yeah, um, I feel like that Gilmore one, Gilmore Girls one that we already talked about was yeah. like. That's like your horrifying, yeah, but it was also we. I remember we had like press there that night too, and again, this yeah. was like as you're like gnawing on pencils yeah. like a woodchuck. Yeah, <laughs> and then at the at the end of like our five hour trivia, they're like, "We're gonna interview you now," and I'm like, "Okay." And we're like, "I'll be right back." But I think just again, just bringing people together yeah. is really exciting. So in October, we did every. Every trivia we did in October, we had a costume contest. Oh, it was I so much fun um, for a drink ticket. But yeah, it like people brought probably people in, in it to win it mm-hmm. for sure. I like people who have full buy-in, right? Like, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. We went to a costume party on New Year's Eve, and it was where you were supposed to dress up as your favorite decade. And some people went all out, and I was like, "You are my people. Like, yeah, I yes. need people who are invested." Yeah, in Yeah, like costumes. you sat at home and you made a paper mache, <laughs> yeah. whatever that thing is on <laughs> your head. Paper mache, something. <laughs> that is yeah. paper mache. No it's doubt. more than just a drink ticket, though. Yeah. it is. Well, yeah, it's all the Bragging glory. Rides. It's yeah. also like obviously you're getting some Instagram love. There is this cute girl who came to a lot of our early trivia's mainly Gilmore Girls, but she had a full Chilton outfit um, <gasps> with the emblem and everything. And yes. she was so sweet. And she kept coming back because she never got first place. It was her and her boyfriend. And he dressed up like Luke. That um, was fantastic. It was so cute. Except for Luke uh, and, and Rory, Rory together. That's weird. That's weird. But, I'm sure but Lorelai and Dean, somewhere. I think there's a thing there. Yeah. But we don't need yeah. to talk about that. Um, <laughs> Will you replace my water jug? <laughs> Like, they have some heated conversations. That's weird. Uh, that is some but, trivia. <laughs> but yeah, she was so cute. And she kept coming back because they never won. And then they won one time. And I I swear I saw tears in her eyes. And Aww. I was so proud of her. And then she stopped coming. <laughs> she came to other themes too, though. She and did. she would dress up every time. She was so spirited. Yeah. I loved it. Another like really her. another really big moment that I, when I think back over the last almost two and a half half years now is um we won a an austin chronicle Mm -hmm. best of austin award this year and it was a complete surprise they do a they do a reader's poll and then they also do critics picks so a gal came out to one of our trivias it was lord of the rings (laughs) and i was miserable (laughs) um just trying to read through these names and these places and not get trampled and she's like i'm here from the chronicle to take some pictures and we were so confused we were like 
well, that's fine, but why? <laughs> Is it for this venue? And she said, no, it's... She said, I think they're doing an article about local trivia. And, like, just Random. brushed it yeah. off. And okay. we were like, cool. So took some pictures. And then a couple days later, Katie calls me and she goes... We made it. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who is this? <laughs> check your email. Check your email. So we won the critics pick for best team for those in pursuit of, of trivia. trivia. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. And it was really cool. It just felt really good um, to be recognized in that way by our own community I, I guess it was it wasn't them they didn't vote for us it was the critics but what but, the critics do is they they do categories that they think should be coming up like yeah, and coming yeah. into the people's choice yeah and it you just guys was really created cool. this by your sheer force of will that's mm-hmm. amazing right like this is yeah, a baby yeah. that you I'll built take that. yeah <laughs> you deserve <laughs> that award <laughs> So tell us a little bit more about some other ventures. You do your public and private parties. What else is on the horizon? So we are actually right now kicking off a couple really exciting new things. We've had a lot of people reach out about bringing our theme trivia to different cities, expanding um, near and far. People have reached out about doing Fredericksburg or Houston, and that's just a little too far for us to be able to travel And so we were thinking, well, what better way to do that than by launching both a trivia podcast and digital downloads so that people can play our theme trivia from the comfort of their own couch with just themselves or a small group or even a huge theme party. Yeah. Or just themselves. (laughs) Or just themselves, but they have it forever. Um, Exactly. It's a great last minute present, too, because you just download it and then you're like, here's your gift that I thought so hard about. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's perfect. Happy podcast anniversary. (laughs) I got you some trivia. I love that so much. But that's just like you gave people a party in a bag, basically. Mm -hmm. Like it is. Yeah, it's everything is downloadable and you can do it either through Google Drive or you can just have all the downloads right there in your zip folder and we have one thing that I'm really proud of is part of it is like a how-to theme party guide so it's uh, themed drinks inspired by whichever show or movie is that particular theme uh, themed food and also we've listed makers that create themed gifts around that particular Genre. Wow. If they want to give the winners a prize or anything. Yeah. That's amazing. It is um, like party in a box. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. exactly. Party in a box, a but like something that they can just download. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's right there. It's immediate. It's instant. And then the podcast is my new favorite thing ever. Yeah. Podcasts are the best. <laughs> yes. It's the Get It Trivia podcast. And each one, each episode is a different theme. We started with The Office. Our second episode is I Love the 2000s. Ooh. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so the format is really like we bring in a super fan to talk to us. And it's a way to like for super fans to get even more kind of excited about something because we talk, we sit there and talk about the connection to the show or yeah. the theme um, for us and for whoever is our, our guest is. Okay. Um, Going a little deeper. Yeah, exactly. Really cool. And talk about like, what is it that really makes you love the show or this theme? Um, and then, you know, and then we actually do trivia where we have a break, like a 
small break where whoever's listening can answer. Okay. And then our, our super fan answers. And so it's like they're playing against each other kind of the whole time. Um, and then, you know, after each question, we might go in a little side discussion <laughs> so, for sure um but rambling it, yeah, on a, a podcast what <laughs> that's what mean? it's about yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's but, yeah we're excited to, to put out monthly episodes and, okay. and just explore themes that we've done already at our live trivia events but also like as per y'all's suggestion before we started recording, mm-hmm. I yes. think we gotta do Veronica Mars. Yeah, yeah you do. It's yeah. happening. Mark yeah. night. We're doing that live. As I mean, well. <laughs> but Rob Thomas lives here, right? Yep, me does. So he He's might like, just roll up the trivia. He does. Not that Rob Thomas. Oh. <laughs> Dean. Dean lives here too, and every time we do yeah. a Gilmore trivia, I'm like, is tonight is the Dean night? coming? No, <laughs> Dean hate. Dean's all about supernatural. He's not. He's not a Gilmore guy anymore. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I care. like Jess better anyway. <laughs> Team Jess forever. Logan for life. <laughs> That's right. I said it. I, um, I think I agree with you. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, you guys are busy. That's very exciting. Um, tell folks how they can find you and see you on social. Yeah. If you want to go uh, check out our podcast or anything about our digital downloads, you can go to at Get It Trivia on Instagram. All things live trivia here in Austin, head to getitgals.com. You can figure out all the stuff that we do for our live pub trivia events, as well as corporate events and private parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's actually one other thing that we kind of haven't mentioned that's been a fun uh, extension of our brand. And I think also a big prompt of why we wanted to reach outside of Austin, but not necessarily like Go have, outside of Austin. Yeah. <laughs> or have like people representing our brand outside of Austin. Okay. We're not ready for that yet sure. either. But um, we're an Airbnb, Airbnb experience for people visiting Austin. Oh, cool. um, they can find us on Airbnb and we do a trivia pub crawl. So we take guests to bars that they wouldn't necessarily know to go to um, when visiting. And we do like rapid trivia at each bar. And then it's like, if you win at this bar, you get a free drink at the next bar kind of thing. Way to bring I people go together. On that <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Um, and they have uh, the... The trivia themes are hilarious because they're just loosely related to the bars we go to. Okay. Um, and they're different at each bar. And it ends at a dance floor, you know, and we just release. With all the 90s hip hop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The best, um, the and then you best run. one yeah. was we're all on that 90s hip hop dance floor and we're like, well, we're ready to go to the next bar. And a gal who brought her parents to Austin <laughs> and her parents were like, Definitely in their 60s. They were like, yeah, we'll go. I was like, cool, yeah, we're going to this gay bar. It's 90s country night. And they were like, totally down. We're going. And we had so much fun the whole night. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, we usually end up hanging out for a while afterwards. Yeah. But I'm party with the gay gals. coming on your pub crawl. That's yeah, amazing. So that's a lot of fun for sure. Awesome. Thanks, Get It Gals. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And we'll see you out there. Yeah. And you're coming to our podcast. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Together we'll or separate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for joining us. A special thanks to the Get It Gals for joining us. 
this time make sure to check them out on their social media pages and also check us out on facebook instagram and twitter at my tv family pod let us know how you're coming along on your tv resolutions you can also email us at mytvfamilypod at gmail.com. Hey, speaking of getting it, get yourself over to the iTunes <laughs> and rate and review My TV Family while you're over there. Thanks. Bye. Bye.